So here we are, Megan. Episode 49. I know. And you know what? We should have some sort of crazy thing for next episode because it's going to be 50. Yeah. I feel like this week, you know, we're 49. This this solidly puts us in cougar territory. It does. It I does. Think, I think maybe we should partner up with uh, with a newer podcast that's maybe only about 22 episodes in. Yeah. Show yeah. them the way. Right. Teach them a few things yeah, that you exactly. can't learn in school. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm glad awesome. to be here. Yeah. Yes. Any any uh, update on the rage quotient? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It com- it's, a, it's a difficult question. It, it comes and goes. You know, it's from from one... Hour to the next, one uh, one day to the next, yeah, kind of comes and goes. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like my my personal baseline is pretty good. Okay, but then sometimes okay. there are there are external forces. Yeah, right, right. Who right. are are fighting? Maybe not for evil, but uh, for <laughs> chaos. And uh, okay. they they cause they cause my rage quotient to to ebb and flow. From time I to understand time. that. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. I think mine's a little different. Mine's more like my personal baseline is pretty high. There mm-hmm. isn't really much happening to me. Right. So it just kind of is ragey just because the basis of my my feelings at this point right. are pretty ragey. Mm-hmm. And I think it's on I think it's on a, a steady yet very slow steep of a decline uh at this point. Yeah. Um there are days where it declines faster than others, but I mean, for the most part, my rage quotient is pretty high. So mm-hmm. let's let's be real. You know, I th- I, I think I have uh, <clears throat> I, I have a theory on on why this is for for both of us. Why we're rage addicts? Oh man! Okay, don't tell me that. Really? So here's what's happening. Right? Is okay. the more rage we get, the more we need. Yeah. We we need to we need it for our energy. It could explain a few things right. in my life. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> we're not satiated. It's like a cross between uh, rage addiction and like we need the quickening of rage or something. <laughs> and for me, that's coffee. No, you know, I'm drinking usually coffee right like now. A, like a you know double espresso or mm. something like that. Get me yeah. all fired up. Yeah. Yeah. I can feel the anger. <laughs> Release your rage and your journey towards Cabot Cove will be complete. <laughs> Release your anger. <laughs> oh my god, that's pretty good. You should do those. Your journey towards Cabot Cove will be complete. Complete. You have to say it like that. Yeah, exactly. Complete. <clears throat> here we go, here we go. Travel north on the freeway and take exit 25, and your journey towards Cabot Cove will be complete. (laughs) You know what I was imagining in the background of that? A really, like, spooky, slow, minor key version of the theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Like a music box. Right. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh god 
Oh, man. We should make the. the too bad we don't have the resources nor the talent to make things like that. It's such a shame we know zero about music or music production. Okay, yeah, but I'm saying the video part. I would have no clue oh. how to do that. You do it. You get, uh, you know, you outsource it. Okay. You call up Korea. Too bad we don't have money. And say, what's your best? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> you go, what's your best price on, uh, you know, a, a, a you know, 45 second opening scenes. montage? Mostly and they tell of you the Jessica Fletcher's okay, eyes great. bugging out of her head. Right, right. You know, right. I kind of feel like if you put, uh, if you put Jessica Fletcher in the emperor's robe with, with the white pasty makeup, yeah, it'd be pretty indistinguishable. It would be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, creepy. But she's much peppier than the Emperor. She is. Oh, that actually brings me to a point that I was going to make if we're actually going to um, move on to real talk, Jim. I, I suppose of Shenanigans. So. Um, I was going to make a point about how Jessica Fletcher is always, like, taking care of or friends with, like, quote-unquote, real old ladies. Like... Right. Do you, okay, like, the, the episodes I have, had you watch... In two of those episodes, there was an old lady named Agnes who was, like, totally obsessed with soap operas and, like, eh, like wearing her robe all the time. She's like, but Jiminy said that he was going to kill Rachel. And she gets all, like, really into them. And Jessica Fletcher has to be like, okay, Agnes, that's fine. <laughs> and then um, in the other episode. It's it's Aunt So-and-so. It was Mildred. Mildred, and- that's right, yeah. And she had a cat, and like she was like petting the cat while she was talking, and she was like a little not there. I mean, how much of a statement is that that Jessica Fletcher is like badass old lady? Right, right. First of all, her name's Jessica. Right, like that's pretty modern for an old lady. And her fellow old lady friends are all like Mildred and Agnes, <laughs> and they all have cats and soap operas. I mean. Right. This is hilarious that they're doing that. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're old, but you're cool old. It's like in Mean Girls where she's like, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> it's like the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. No, I, I think you're onto something there. It definitely speaks to the fact that, you know, of the old lady, she's like the, she's, she's the young, hip with it old lady. Yeah. Do you think and it's because she goes running? Well, it's the matching tracksuit while she runs. Yeah. 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 Totally. I feel like I should start doing that. Yeah. Should I exercise? (sighs) If I'm going to be Jessica Fletcher, I need to be, I can't be like a Mildred. I have to be. I think, yeah, I think you probably do. You probably, I I know it's, well, you take the good with the bad, right? Yeah. 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 Although now I'm starting to think about how good it would be to be Mildred. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just sit around and pet your right. cat yeah are you a fan of the moo though i mean i'm sure it's comfy i mean it's utilitarian and comfortable yeah i mean so it's got that going for it add a belt and you're ready to go out hey there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i saw an old lady in a moo taking her trash out the other day and i was i was like okay okay yeah. i see it yeah. all good and the other thing is the shoes really make the outfit, right? Yeah. Well, when you're home, it's slippers. I know, but like now that Crocs exist, right? I mean, right? Wouldn't that be the best? Yeah, I mean that's like the all-around shoe. Yeah. You go anywhere in that. You go to the mall. 
Yeah. You got a Walmart. Uh-huh. And then you can have another pair with the fur inside that could be your house Crocs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I've got it down. I can't decide if I want to be a really cool murder-solving old lady or a cat lady with a moo-moo. It's a struggle. Hmm. I would say do both, but be the murder-solving person first. And you then you what you do is you do like a Batman, right? <laughs> so eventually you do that for 20 years. So you start – so Angela Lansbury started uh, Murder, She Wrote. She was like about 59 or 60. Uh-huh. Right around there when uh, when the series started. So what you do is if you truly want to model your life after Jessica Fletcher, mm. you begin solving murders at around, you know, 58, 59, 60, right around there. Maybe start you, with some simple burglaries or... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, somebody takes a, a free refill... Mm-hmm. At the at the restaurant, and they are not supposed to. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So you do that for a while, and then, like after about fifteen or twenty years, you train the next person. Okay. Uh, so you okay. have to think this is so the legacy continues. The legacy is is bigger than you know, yeah. bigger than yourself. Yeah. And then you can be like this cat stroking, moo moo wearing, uh, advisor. To the to the next generation, right, right, of Jessica Fletcherites. This also reminds me of the Dread Pirate Roberts from Princess Bride. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the Dread Pirate Megans. Yeah. When you said make it do do a Batman thing, I was thinking you meant like by day I'm the Moo Moo Lady, mm-hmm. and by night I'm the murder solving lady. Well, you could do that too. So no one knows they're one and the same. There you go. That's even better. That is good. Yeah. See, we're like we're that. working we're workshopping this stuff, people. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I'm yeah. actually taking notes. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. This is good. You have to have lists and hopes and dreams and aspirations. It's true. In life. It's true. And my my hopes and dreams from the last couple of weeks here were to watch the three episodes. That you suggested to me, and I must say they were positively delightful. Oh, good. I'm yes. so happy. Yes. So, out of the three, which one do you think was your your favorite? Uh, let me double check the show titles, but it was, uh, I would say, you know, probably either the, the archaeology one, mm. which is uh, Murder Digs Deep. Mm-hmm. And also Murder in the Afternoon, which is the soap opera one. Yeah, that yeah. one was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, one of the observations that I made with, with all three episodes is uh, is that every one of the characters, you know, they always seem to make sure that there's an ample amount of uh, motivation for the murder, yeah, among for like all the characters, a bunch of people, yeah, right, right, and uh, a ridiculous amount of apathy that occurs when someone dies. Oh my god, I know. Everyone's <laughs> like, "Well, I didn't do it, but I wish I did." You know, <laughs> right? Exactly. And you're just like, "What? Say what? Yeah, really? 
because that lady just died and you know that shit's real yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry probably probably not the kind of thing that you would want to say no when somebody croaks i mean that's pretty ballsy I mean, yeah. like, oh, hey, cops, it wasn't me, but I kind of wish it was, just FYI. <laughs> so the next one could be me. Right. Right. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's funny. They always suspect the person that's, like, the least likely to have done it. Like, in the soap opera one, it's like, oh, everyone has wonderful motivation. They're all kind of jerks, and they all say that they wish they would have done it, except for Jessica's niece, who's, like, the sweetest little prairie girl. Like, right. <laughs> And, like, they have to suspect her out of all of the, like, horrible people that are involved. Yeah. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Yep. Yeah. So that kind of thing is pretty funny to me. Yeah. And then I like how that one, the soap opera one we're talking about here, um, what was that one called? Murder in the Afternoon. Yeah. That's pretty bland of a title. But anyway, um, it should have been like, I don't know, the murder soaps. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, and I like how they have that twist at the end with the old guy, the old right. man. Right. Did that throw you off? It did not. No. Because I recognized his nose. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, that figure did not look like it. He didn't move like an old man either. Right. Although yeah. the thing was, no, because no, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. It was the twist. Yeah, it was, it was the like twist. I, 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 that's that right. That wasn't right. really her murder that you saw right. in the beginning. It right. was the fake murder. Right. yeah it was like the guy you think that she's getting murdered in that clip but really she just falls over and is like stunned that he had his phaser unstunned right and she fell over for some reason why'd she even fall was she just like what happened she just like oh my god or was she like acting was she like oh i might as well act like i'm getting murdered i think she was acting Oh, okay. Or she or like was she had like a heart or palpitation or yeah, something. Yeah, I think she was just shocked or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that wasn't really her murder. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. I almost was like, because when that happened, because when I started watching that episode, I watched it again and I kind of like, <clears throat> my brain told me that it was the old man. My memory was like, oh, it was the old man that killed her. So, like, you know that. Remember it from the last time you saw it. And, um, I couldn't remember. I forgot about the twist. So when I was watching the murder, I was like, he doesn't look like the old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. That big giant nose isn't poking out. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that was that was twisty. Lots of turns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her, her niece <clears throat> in that episode is Alice Krieg. I don't know uh, The is. actress, she plays the Borg Queen in Star Trek First Contact. Sweet. She's I She's like seen the that. Borg leader. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. So that was, it was nice to see her. This this show really is just like the cavalcade of, of stars. Yeah. Because Good you had. Good vocab. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. I uh, read the dictionary once in a while. <laughs> uh, anyway. So yeah, in every episode, there's one, if not several, recognizable stars. Um you know, who aren't necessarily big stars, but, you know, actors who you go, oh, I've seen her in, 
you know, such and such, or I remember yeah. him from blah, blah, blah. So, you know, for me, this one, Alice Krieg, I was like, oh, my God, it's the poor Krina. And then uh, the archaeology one, you have Robert Vaughn, who's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah. And um, in the the New Orleans one uh, that has – oh, also Connie Stevens was in the archaeology one. And, See, uh, I don't know any of these people, so you're just kind of spouting out names. Oh, okay. Them. I'm sorry. It's all right. No um, and in the, the New Orleans one, it has Robert Forster, mm-hmm. who I know from uh, The Black Hole, which was like the late 70s Disney sci-fi movie. Um, that sounds awesome. Yes, it totally is, because it's got robots. Hello. Oh, snap. Yeah. And uh, so snap. he's in that, and... Um, he was also in Jackie Brown. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. So anyways. You just spoke a lot of nonsense to me, but yeah. I'm sure somebody understood. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Perry. I think I think you're good at <laughs> doing that side of things, because I don't know anybody. Yeah. I'm, um, sometimes I'm actually surprised at how many actors that I recognize, like, in shows today, mm-hmm. because I don't really watch that much. TV or movie of, you know, stuff that's being currently put out. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I guess they they stick with me. But yeah. uh, you know, to get back to to uh, murder in the afternoon, uh, you know, this was was you know one of the episodes where I really noticed not only how all of the characters seem. There are many characters who seem to have motivation, but honestly, some of them are pretty thin. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the one guy whose basically whole thing is like, I want out of my contract. I want out of my contract. Yeah. You know, and then the next scene, it's like, hi, I'm Billy. I want out of my contract. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, all right, we get it. Next scene. Did I mention that I want out of my contract? Yeah. Yeah. I know. They yeah. always do that. And it's like, okay, maybe I'm being swayed away from the real killer. Right. And, well, okay. The real killer, what was his thing? What was his story in this? He was so, like, because when I remember watching it and being like, wait, who was that guy again? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, I didn't remember who he was. So, wait, what was it? It was... It was um, that weirdo guy. He had a weird voice. Yeah. He was like, I don't think that you understand what I'm saying. He was like, right. kind of strange. Right. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know what his story was. Yeah. You know, to be honest, the his role in it escapes me. Wasn't he? Was he the one? Oh, oh, he was cheat. He was cheating on her. Oh, right? it was her husband. Right, it was her husband. Oh, duh. Yeah, yeah, it was her husband. Yeah, I was yeah. Trying yeah. to think he, back because yeah, I he was cheating on ones. her. Yeah, and he, I don't know why he was like jealous. I don't think it had to do with him cheating on her. I think it had to do with like the show and like something about he wanted. I don't know. But yeah, he um he was the husband, that's right. Right. Yeah, and he didn't seem very shook up when she died. I mean mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. Um that's what I think though, um, it kind of shows a little bit about how this show works. Like the fact that we couldn't remember who actually did it in the end, it's more about the all the alibis than it is about the actual murderer. Right. You know, like it's yeah. more about proving everyone else 
innocent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of happens a lot in the show. So I think that says something about the style of the detective work that she does. Like she kind of is more focused on eliminating the alibis of everybody else. Right, right. Yeah, it really is it's that path of of proving everyone innocent and then oh, mm-hmm. you're left, so you're the one who did it. Yeah. Which I guess is how detective work kind of goes, but yeah. At the same time, not really. No, because she doesn't really look at evidence as much as... Like, she sometimes does. I think the show is kind of more based on the people than it is on the evidence. Like, right. she doesn't... You know, she's not, like, going around with a magnifying glass looking at everything, you know? Mm-hmm. But she'll she'll think... Like I said, remember how um, in the last episode we were talking about um, how her style is more about, like, the behavior behind everybody? Right. Um, and then in this one, um, it was something about... Oh, the gun that was used. And she's like, well, that changes everything. Right. And it was like. The prop guy was yeah. like, oh, well, we keep it in here and it's a such and such gun. And yeah. Yeah. And so her whole, like, her whole play of what happened had to be totally altered. And that's what got her to solve the crime. Right. And that's right. how she does it. She thinks about things in, like, the scenario. She plays out the whole scene in her head and has to put the right people in to where, where they fit. And, yeah, so that, that was a good example of her kind of being like, oh, well, now I need to rechange. I Now I need to change my theory. Rechange. Mm-hmm. It's not a word. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. And it's... It's funny to me how, uh, you know, in this in this episode, in particular, like she just waltzes on set the next day or whenever, and they just let her on, no problem. Yeah, it's like how does this broad do this stuff? <laughs> you know, know, she just shows up and starts, you know, being friendly and asking questions, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, sure, well. You know, and, no problem. Yeah. You know, let me get the door for you. And yeah, let me let you right one, in. <laughs> there was the one time where she was talking to the sheriff or the whatever chief guy. And she was like, um, she like demanded him to go with her. She was like, no, we're going here. Let's go now. And he was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like now she's his partner, you know. Like, right. Yeah. Taking over the police work of everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She does that all the time. It's so funny. Probably because she's so used to having an idiot cop in Cabot Cove, Amos. I guess so, huh? You you haven't seen him yeah. yet, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. She the Cabot Cove cop is Amos. He's played by the dude that is, uh, on Happy Days, Mister the Dad. Mm-hmm. Cunningham. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So he's he's on that show, and he's kind of like a bumbling cop doofus. Okay. He's always like, uh, oh, I get it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's like, oh, Amos. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I, I like that uh, Inspector Clouseau type uh, cop they had in the New Orleans episode, you know, with his French, you know, his French New remember. Orleans accent. I didn't w- rewatch that one. Yeah. That was the only one I didn't. Wait, so what? I forget. I'm going to look him up. Well, he's just like, he go. He and Jessica go out to dinner a couple of times, and he's totally yeah. hitting on her. And Yeah. You know. 
Do you have a, just as much of a hard time saying the word murder that I do? Murder. It's hard to say. Murder. 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 She wrote. Murderer. Murderer. Murder. Yeah, there's a problem with that word. It's difficult because you have it. I, I can I can relate to that because er, mer, der, no. murder. Mur- mur- it's murder. an unnatural movement. Yeah. In your in your. Uh, it's like February. In your yeah February, Feb <laughs> February. February. Yeah. I don't know why I'm yeah. saying that. Well, fe- February versus February doesn't make me nearly as angry as coupon. Why? Because it's not coupon. It's coupon? It's coupon. I say coupon, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I forgive you. I, I, forgi- I forgive everyone. Okay. But there's always that little part of it that goes, it's coupon. <laughs> <laughs> it's coupon. <laughs> That's good. Murder. Murderer. I think we should practice that. Murderer. Maybe make some YouTube videos. That's a good idea. Get like a, uh, you know, get like a slow motion video going. Yeah. Murder. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Mardar. Mur. Mur. Me. Me. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're done with this conversation. Okay. Uh, Okay. All right. So. Sorry, I'm breathing into the mic. No, no, that's fine. It happens. Where's. What's the name of the dude? I just found all these people. The 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 cop. Oh, he's just like the inspector detective. I couldn't I couldn't tell you what the character's name is. Okay. Well, fine. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. Um but uh yeah, so I mean in the in the in the soap opera episode uh You know, it's just it. It's funny to to see her just interacting there. You know, no problem. She totally belongs. Nobody questions. Yeah. Why she's backstage there. access granted. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, which on the first day that she's on set makes sense because her niece is there. <clears throat> right, and she's visiting. Right, but then yeah, her you know her niece gets you know, arrested and whatever, so... Which actually brings us to another point here, which is, okay, if her niece is suspected, wouldn't you, like, be afraid that Jessica was a part of it and now all of a sudden you're letting her on the set so that she can murder somebody else? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, sympathy... Mm Mm-hmm. ...for the murderer's aunt? I don't know. Right, right. Anyway. Yeah. Um... No, I mean, yeah, there's there's a million things that don't make sense about yeah. why things are the way they are in this or, you know, pretty much any other yeah. TV show for that matter. Re- really? It's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm having a hard time vocalizing my thoughts because I'm running out of coffee. It's oh. making me really sad. You need to feed your rage. That's why. Oh, I know. Your power, but- your power is low because your rage <laughs> is ebbing. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that actually, what you said though, that totally makes sense. Um, yeah. So I started watching it because, you know, my secret obsession with like any sort of TV show or movie that has witches in it. Because mm-hmm. I like have that weird, I don't know, it's like fun for me to watch witchy You're, you're going to start your own coven someday. That's okay. I might already have one. Okay. 
Okay. So um there's this like show on Lifetime. And it's not real lifetime y. It's like actually not. It's more like it's actually kind of more like it's on like the CW, which is kinda of lame. But mm-hmm. it's um it's pretty cool because it has a lot of fantasy elements to it. Like mm-hmm. um they're from Asgard. Really? Yeah. What's the show called? It's called Witches of East End. Okay. It's like kind of like sexy witches, but okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all? Like, I think. Yeah. But so I really like it because it has like cool, like witchy elements that are unexpected. Because like the Asgard thing comes later, which I kind of just spoiled. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Too late. <laughs> um, and where was I going with this? Oh, so I was actually, now that I have TV. Did I tell you I got TV? <gasps> what? I have TV now. No. Get I can out. like watch shows live as they're on. Wow. And HGTV. I can watch HGTV. That's crazy town. And, and it's so exciting. So I was live tweeting during Witches of East End last night. <laughs> which was funny. Yes. Because I was doing all the snarky ones. And um one of the ones that I was thinking was it's so stupid how on every TV show. I just went a really roundabout way of saying a very generalized statement, but it's fine. On every TV show, I cannot stand how the characters don't tell each other everything. Like, they're doing something. Everybody's always, like, hiding something. And then it really kind of creates the plot in the first place. It's like, if you were just honest and said, hey, um, this creepy thing keeps happening to me where I'm sleepwalking and then I come back with all these giant gashes on the back of my back and I don't remember what happened to me over the past hour... It's happening, so maybe we could figure out a way to help me. Right. No, instead, you're just going to keep that to yourself and cause all sorts of dumb trouble because you don't tell anybody. Right. Like, yeah. Girl. Oh, I know. Why don't they tell each other everything? That's a problem I have yeah. with TV. Huge, huge issue. Not only with TV, but in, especially in TV, I think, but I can think of two movies in particular, recent movies that. The movie could be solved in ten minutes. Yeah, if by not having communication like, issues. Yeah, for for one, brave. Oh, I never saw that. If but. she just tells her father, uh, "I accidentally turned mom into a bear, and I'm really, really sorry." <laughs> the The movie's fifteen minutes long. Yeah, and happily ever after. Yeah. Everything's gonna be okay. The other one is How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm hiding like, a dragon. By yeah, the way, I'm but he's hiding really a nice. dragon. Hey, Please be nice really to cool. it because it's super awesome. Yeah. and likes to be petted. Yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, there's so many movies like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I think Buffy's a little like that too. Oh hey guys, um, uh, Spike and I are kind of nailing each other. Just. Uh, it's kind of right. weird let's just hey oh by the way i was in heaven when you <laughs> killed me <laughs> and right. you brought me back to life i mean yeah so let's get that emotional conversation out of the way right um yeah. <laughs> you you would think that in the year 2014 we would have kind of gotten beyond these plot devices that are used to create story yeah. But we really haven't. Oh, yeah. Another one. Why don't people use their cell phones? That's another one, too. Like, oh, 
half the plots that happen like could be solved in a text message or a phone conversation like hey don't drive down this one road because it's really rainy and slick uh you might fall off thanks I'll go the other way. Like, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) right. That kind of stuff happens all the time. Like, why don't people call each other? Yeah. 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 That plot device should be totally done. Done. Absolutely. The cell phones solve all of those problems. Yeah. Yeah. Which really, if you, if you think about it, um, the whole cell phone thing makes the plot of so many thing of so many stories pre cell phone completely irrelevant. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's ridiculous. this one episode that I'm going to make you watch. Um, and the whole plot is generated around a storm happening and the telephone wires getting crossed, which I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, what I'm actually. Confused. You're a- you're actually asking. So <laughs> <I> what? <laughs> so when when uh, when a boy telephone booth meets a girl telephone booth. <laughs> They fall off. Uh, no, so what what happens is you you have uh, telephone switching stations, right? So like every you usually don't really notice them like in your community or whatever, but they're usually just these you know brick buildings or whatever that are switching stations, mm-hmm. and so all those the purpose of those switching stations is to route calls from one place to the next and make sure that. Your telephone number is the one that goes to your house and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, occasionally, I guess if you wanted to write it into a story, something could go wrong. Like with, a circuit breaker? Yeah, it's like the circuit breaker. The, yeah. the patch, it's just, it's, it's literally like the patch points in a, in a recording studio. Okay. Where you're patching from one line yeah. to another. And yeah. if those get crossed, then, well, Then you get to hear the conversation of a suspicious maybe murderer. Right. And then no one believes you. Right. That's what happens in exactly. season three, episode 13. Right. Crossed and you know, up. Now that I it's think of it. It's called crossed up. That's so good. <laughs> Sorry. Now that I think of it, I think that actually, <coughs> I think I can remember that actually happening at the house here. Yeah, when my I mom, was when I was a kid, like yeah, you know something you'd pick up the phone and it's like, uh, why am I yep. hearing somebody else? So my mom like said that thing. that would happen. Yeah. yeah, she said that it definitely happened. Like um, when everyone had landlines. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'm, it could have probably even happened when I was a kid. I just don't really remember that ever mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, but now everything's digital. So yeah. zeros and ones. So let's talk about the archaeology episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's like my favorite episode ever. I've seen it 10 million times. Yeah. Um, My favorite part is when she screams and pretends to fall. Right. Her scream is like, ah! <laughs> so awesome. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think about that one? Yeah, it was super, it was super good. And you have, um, you know, all of these characters are... You know, there's this there's this false sense of isolation that gets created because, like, the leader of the expedition basically goes like, "Okay, look, well, if you want to make some money, then you have to stay here." Yeah. So he he imprisons them after this is after the murder takes place. 
but he he imprisons them through the lure of fortune. Mm-hmm. And the the thing that I mean, don't get me wrong, I love these episodes, but the thing that <coughs> that kind of really makes me go, huh, is is the sense that you have this group of people where they're they're put in a situation where they they have to choose they're they're really choosing between the right thing to do and the not right thing to do mm-hmm. they're all really just kind of going eh, I'm not gonna make the right decision here, so I'll yeah. just stay and everyone is very either extremely selfish or extremely chicken right right except jessica fletcher yep yeah and her buddy yeah oh the doctor yeah he's from cabot cove yeah okay yeah okay yeah i didn't remember why he's there what's the excuse for him being there i'm not sure yeah i didn't quite catch uh at the very beginning like how they knew each other yeah which kind of which i guess speaks to the overall premise of this show and, and so many others where you have a, a character in a, like a different situation every week and it's it's sort of, okay, she's here because of reasons. Yeah. And let's well, tell the story. Yeah, exactly. And also, um, the this is season two already and you would have already had seen him a few times. So he's like a regular right. character at this yeah. point. Um, I was just looking at some the synopsis of some of the episodes and I realized I forgot to tell you to watch this the one where she acts like a different person and it's like the most hilarious thing ever I've seen in my life <laughs> what is um, that one because I'll go back season and watch two, it episode five episode five sing a song of murder okay um <clears throat> she thinks that her cousin's dead so she goes to wherever London and it turns out that her cousin isn't dead. She's in hiding. And so Jessica pretends to be her cousin because they happen to look exactly like, and, or she doesn't pretend to be her. Never mind. But she also plays her cousin. It's oh, pretty okay. funny. So Jessica, I mean, yeah, it's hard to remember who's who. Angela Lansbury, not Jessica Fletcher. I know they're one and the same, but they're not. Right. Um, Angela Lansbury plays both Jessica Fletcher and her cousin. I see. Okay. <laughs> it's really fun. No, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. That would be totally great. Very cool. Anyhow. Um, so, yeah. No, I love that one. And I think um, it's kind of like one of the best, um, like, real Sherlock-type mysteries. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, more fun. Like, the soap opera one's more like, like I said, like the people and, like, the alibis. But this one is really cool because there's a lot of... A lot more like evidence type things. Right, right. Yeah, know. there's there's more forensics going on. Yeah, in forensic. Than... Yeah, what is with your vocab today? <laughs> God, I feel like a doofus. It's not even. It's before noon. That's why. Can't help yeah. It. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I think it. I think it's interesting in in that regard, and yeah. I th- I think of this one. There was pretty good misdirection. Yeah. I didn't really... Were you twisted? I was pretty twisted. They they got me on this one. Yeah. I didn't 
I didn't suspect the wife of, yeah. of the expedition leader. Yeah. It makes sense why she yeah. did it. But the the other thing too is is I'm I'm noticing in in some of these episodes that there are uh at times unintentional co-conspirators and at other times intentional co uh intentional uh co-conspirators. Right. So like in this episode um uh, You know, even or I guess in in a lot of the episodes, like even if you can kind of call who the murderer is, who they're in league with might not be obvious. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but a, a yeah. lot of times too, it's just a simple case of, um, well, there were two people on on at the scene of the crime and. One was was really was just there yelling at them, and then the murder victim stormed off in a huff, and then the murderer busts a cap in their ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, busts a cabot in their ass. <laughs> that's good. <clears throat> so I, I think that's one of the ways where where they create interest in in the episodes is is by having the twists where it, you've got multiple people involved in it. Yeah, there's this one episode where she's staying in a big mansion and the dad gets killed and like everyone has reason and they all hate him and it's one of those ones where they're like, "Well, I didn't do it, but I wish I did," you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, "Jeez." Um and it like the twist the cool part of it is that like there's no way for them to have done it if you don't know that there's like a secret passage in the house right? <laughs> you know like so they have they like came through this like secret passage and then shot him and then ran back down and like yeah that i mean that's one of those things where like you just it happens like really quick and it happens in the middle of something else so you don't know who did it and you didn't realize they were even gone you right. know Right, yeah, yeah, and in and in the archaeology episode, you have you have the the swindle of the fake treasures being you have like these parallel things going on, yeah, where you have the the fake treasures being planted by the one business partner, and then you have the wife who secretly buys up the land and, um. Yeah. You know, she wants to get revenge against him cuz he, you know, he kind of roughs her up and Yeah. You know, all of that stuff. So, that's that's a good way of creating interest in these shows and so yeah, yeah I I really I really enjoyed that that yeah. episode for sure. It is a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um So yeah, um I was just thinking one thing I wanted to bring up that's not related to Murder She Wrote. Can I do that? Sure. Always. Um, did you see the link I posted on Facebook about Chris, Chris Pratt? No, I didn't. Okay. So I was just thinking about him this morning. Yeah. And it oh, wasn't really? while I was in well, the shower, but it was okay. after. <laughs> I was uh. thinking about him too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that movie Guardians of the Galaxy is yes. coming out, which I kind of have zero interest in. But Oh, anyway. he braided the, the yeah. intro. Yeah, that was awesome. I did see that. 
Oh my yeah. god. He, so he if there are any hunky superhero men out there that know how to French braid, call me. I would love to have my boyfriend French braid my hair. <laughs> like I was that girl. I love like I used to love getting my hair done when I was a kid. Like it was like my favorite. It was like so fun. Right. I don't know. It was just like fun. You just sit there and you're like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. Braid my hair. I, I it seems like it would be a very uh, a very sexy non-sexual thing. Yeah, it's like do. non-sexual, but it's yeah. still like bonding fun. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's very cool. But yeah, no, yeah. I love that. I just wanted to bring that up that yep. you did that. The die has been cast, everyone. Yeah. Step one, uh, work out and become buff and be a superhero. Like get Preferably with legit superpowers. Yeah. And not just like, oh, I'm Tony Stark and I'm so rich, so therefore not, I'm a superhero. Not my type. No. Legitimate. Yeah. Legit. Like super We're talking. Strength. Yeah. Soldier serum, super serum. Yeah. Asgardian. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of if thing. If you wield some sort of fantastical uh, instrument of some kind. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Whether it be a hammer or a shield. Yes. This could yes. be. A bonus. And step two, which is arguably more difficult, uh, learn how to braid hair. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You could do other... I mean, you could curl my... You don't have to braid my hair. You could you could straighten my hair or curl my hair. Sure. Or... Now, would you want them to use it... Do straighten it with, like, a straightening iron? Well, I mean, they... Yeah, they would have to be careful. I don't want them... Right. I don't want to be the guinea pig. Yeah. I, they, they come to me when they're ready. Right. <laughs> right. You have to be prepared. I don't to, want my ears to, burned. To straighten <laughs> Megan Pilletti's hair, guys. Let me tell you, this is a this is a challenge. You know, this is the final test. Yep. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna burn a lot of years before you get working to up to uh, <laughs> to Jessica Fletcher Jr. <laughs> this is getting really weird. It is getting weird. <laughs> it's super weird. But I think that's why the people tune into this show. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. I think we have a good weird weirdness. Definitely. It's like part rage, part weird, part sexual fantasies. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of sexual fantasies, mm -hmm. um, New Orleans. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, a very sexy town. Mm. You know, big parties, mm-hmm. gambling, booze, and so we get Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, I mean, goes to New Orleans. It's where she belongs. It is. Yeah. She does okay in New Orleans. Like, she mm-hmm. holds her own. No, I love when she just, like, walks through a parade of drunken people, just kind of like, oh, well, excuse me. You know, right. like, yeah. she's not even like, oh, the nerve. Right, yeah. Yeah, she's just like, sorry. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, I was doing the same thing. Right, know? yeah. Yeah, she's totally not phased by anything, is no, she? No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, that's, you know, one of the many great things about her. Mm-hmm. Now, her... uh her cousin, he's uh yeah he's like he's a, a distant he's cousin. a doofus yeah he's a dummy 
He's just like, Well, Ugh. his grandma is Mildred. Right. And, you know, I mean. It doesn't write to his aunt, Mild- his grandma Mildred. That's Or inex- aunt, whatever, yeah. Whatever, yeah. yeah. It's inexcusable. Mm-mm. Inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little of both. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of a doofus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if I were her and he got accused of that murder, I would be like, all right, well, screw you, loser. I'm going home. See yeah. Ya. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you probably need a little toughening up anyway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this will learn you. Sometimes you yeah. gotta you have to learn valuable lessons by spending twenty Sometimes or thirty years in the slammer. It's true. Yeah, you come out a better person. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know what to trade cigarettes for. That's what you learn. It. Yeah. Yep. Life lessons. That's true. Yeah. No. This was this was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um. I think one of the reasons why I made you watch it is just because of the ridiculousness that is Jessica just kind of waltzing into a freaking, you know, mafia. <laughs> like, right. Oh, hey, I'm here. Right. It's yeah. all a murder. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me. Don't kill me for seeing things that yeah. I shouldn't have seen. Yeah, she has She has no um, no inhibitions about just identifying you know what it is that she thinks that she ought to do in yeah. solving a crime and she can she can relate to anyone yeah and she doesn't she doesn't judge people she doesn't get freaked out by what's going on around her um yeah she can just on one hand she completely fits in to any situation Yet yeah. she doesn't fit into any situation. Yeah. <laughs> but she's okay. Like, she, she like, sticks out of every situation, but somehow everyone accepts her into all those situations. Right. Which is, that's another reason why I admire her. Mm-hmm. It's like she was the girl who came up to the popular table and just sat down and no one even said anything. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if there's one thing that, like in all seriousness that you can take away from and, and admire about the character is how comfortable in her own own skin she is. Yeah. And I think that's an extremely admirable trait. Because I think, you know, life lesson here, the more you know. <laughs> I was learning the wrong key, by the way. Um, is like, you have to be good with yourself. You know, you have to be comfortable with who you are. Yeah. If you want, if you want, especially if you want other people to be comfortable with you, you have to be comfortable with yourself. And Jessica Fletcher is absolutely that. And honestly, that's probably how she is able to navigate herself through all of these situations. Yeah. Is she's just like, okay, I'm here. Let's do it. I know. She's just like, yeah. I feel like every scene that she walks into a room should be in slow-mo. Do you think that maybe she's a Time Lord? Like in Doctor Who? Oh, snap. Whoa. That's a crazy notion. And maybe this is all going on while the TARDIS is broken? I don't know, And she can't get off of Earth? Maybe she's from Asgard. That's possible, too. 
Yeah. What it's if she's part possible. of Shield? And 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 no, that doesn't work. Mm. <laughs> she might be um, Captain America's girlfriend. Oh my god! Yeah. Yep. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. There's there's a lot of crossovers that could happen. Sure. Sure. Speaking of crossovers, there is apparently a couple episodes where um, Columbo and this show crossed over. Are there really? Yeah. Oh, good. Because I think they aired like on the same night. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So um, I'll have to find out what those are because I've always liked Columbo. Yeah, it's it's listed on net like in the summary on Netflix. It actually says like. Picking up from where this Columbo episode left off, whatever you know, oh, like wow. it, yeah, it says something about that on there. So that's cool. You could probably look on Wikipedia. Yeah. Hey, can I can I mention a show that I watched for the first time yesterday? Yeah, I have one too. But go ahead. Okay. Um. So. You know how on broadcast TV, all of these stations have like their subcarrier channels. Yeah. Where you get, you know, like, especially with PBS, like, PBS now is like, you know, four or five stations on one channel. Because you get yeah. like 25.1.2.3, et cetera, et cetera. Well, a lot of the other stations have it too. And one of the ones that, that, uh, well, my, my dad watches incessantly is like MeTV. Okay. So it's like one of the dot twos, and they show a bunch of old TV shows. But then there's this other one um, called Ion Television, like I-O-N. And, yeah, yeah, uh, I remember that, yeah. And they show um, – it, it. I was looking at their program schedule online, as, and as it turns out, it seems like they practically do a uh, uh, a marathon of it like every Sunday uh, of this show called Leverage. And it's a relatively recent show. It ran from like 2008 to 2012 yeah. on TNT. I had never, I'd heard of it before, but I had never seen it. And um, it's one of these shows that has some absolutely absurd technology in it. <laughs> and the the way they go from uh, the the way that they resolve the plot. Mm-hmm. is just totally bonkers but it's a delightful show the characters are extremely likable uh the actors are all really all really good in it it's um just real briefly it's it's sort of it's it's sort of like a team versus solving not necessarily solving crimes, but solving, um, you know, something that happens. Yeah. Combined with, like, Ocean's Eleven. Sweet. Okay. So, It's yeah, called Leverage? It's called I Leverage. I think, is it, I think it's on Netflix. I think that they've recommended yeah, it, is. it to me. It is. And it's really good. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's sort of, it's like this team of reformed... Uh, you know, thieves and grifters and, you know, one guy's kind of the muscle and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And um, people come to them 
Like if if somebody's been wronged, you know, financially or whatever, like you can go to this group of people for help and they'll like help get your revenge. That's awesome. Against that, you know, the bad guy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. So I would I would recommend that. Awesome. To uh to everybody. I started watching this show on Netflix, um, and I really like it. It's called Haven. Okay. And it's a, it's based on a Stephen King book. Okay. Um, and it's really cool. It's it's about um this FBI agent who goes to a town in like Maine or something like Cabot Cove kind of deal, and um she is there to find a fugitive. And then it turns out that there's a little bit of um, the supernatural involved. And so for some reason, this town is like experiencing something called the troubles. And it's like the second time they've experienced it. And like people have these weird like powers just out of nowhere. Like the one girl controls the weather and the one boy, when he dreams, like things happen that are in his dream. And like, but so she kind of just like falls into, she stays in this town because, um, there's a photo of this woman from like 30 years ago or something who looks exactly like her and she's an orphan. So she's like, I think it's my mom. So now she's trying to find her mom. Um, at the same time, she's living in this little sleepy town that has all these weird, like supernatural issues happening. I think that the person in the photo is her. And for some reason she's like reliving life or something. Mm -hmm. She's like, even though it was 30 years ago and she looks the same. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so it's a really cool show. That sounds awesome. The one thing that sucks about it is the the cop that lives in the town that's kind of, I think, going to be the love interest guy. He's like a horrible actor. I really can't stand him. He just kind of talks in a monotone voice the whole time and it's really annoying. Hmm. But anyway, um, it's a cool show, though. You should watch it. It's called nice. Haven. Haven. Okay. So we got Leverage, we got Haven, mm-hmm. and we've got more Murder She Wrote for next week, right? Yeah. So you have a couple t- couple episodes for us? Yes, I totes do. Um, so we've got, well, I just mentioned that one from season two. It doesn't have to be an official, official uh, point of discussion, but it's episode five. It's called Sing a Song of Murder. That's the one where she is playing two people, and it's pretty funny. Um, okay, season three, episode four. It's called One White Rose for Death. Um, this is the KGB one. Okay. So you got to watch this one. Yes. Um, season three, episode 13, Crossed Up. That's the one with the telephone wires. And it takes place in Cabot Cove, which you haven't really seen very much of yet. So there's that one. Okay. And then season three, episode 19, called No Accounting for Murder. This is an episode where Grady, her nephew, is accused of murder, and so I just thought that would be fun to talk about. Definitely. Cool. Sounds good. Yep. Awesome. So it should be good. Yes. Um, I don't know like how long we're going to talk about this show, but it's fun. I love this show. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really enjoyable. It is. I mean, it's kind of like it doesn't seem like homework to watch it because... They're just like little fun things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You don't have to really pay attention that hard. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's got that good combination of um for for me anyways, of of easy it's easy to watch, it's fun, 
like we said last time, like it's fun murder. It's nice murder. Yeah, not <laughs> not gory murder. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a real real enjoyable. I like the music in it. You know. Yeah. It's it's Especially just a the theme song. Yeah. It's just all it's all good stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll get back to you guys next week. Yeah. With more. Yeah. It's it's. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about it. It's yeah. Times. And hey, uh, as we're wrapping it up here, I just wanted to to throw out the challenge. Try we try not to uh, jam it down everybody's throat, but uh, I don't think we've made the plea in a in a little while, uh, specifically related to this. But if you enjoy the show, which if you've made it this far into an episode, I would certainly hope you do. <laughs> Otherwise, seriously, Otherwise, like go do something else. Do something life. else, please, because there's way uh, way better ways to spend your time. Yeah. If you don't like this. Uh, but if you enjoy the show, please tell a friend. Yeah. You know, whether it's a real life friend or a Twitter friend, Facebook friend, you know, whatever. Yeah. However you do your friendships, I don't judge. That's you know, true. if you're on Second Life and uh, you're cybering and you're like, oh, hey, by the way, um, you should check out Nerd Novice. Mm-hmm. Then that would be super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you in awesome. advance. We would really love it. Yeah. Cool. Um, and also, uh, you can give us a rating on iTunes too. That would be cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, All right. everybody, celebrate Nerd Novice. Get ready for episode fifty next time. It's gonna be fun. Lordy, Lordy, Nerd Novice is fifty. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's nifty, nifty. <laughs> Nerd Novice is fifty. I got to the end of the, that and I was like, wait, that doesn't rhyme at all. <laughs> wait a minute (laughs) all right well it's been fun jim it's been real fun and we'll see you next time all right later